Hey girl, are you finding yourself at a different place today than you were a year ago? I certainly hope so. I pray that you are. As we talk through these different things regarding food obsession, I do truly believe that there is change that can happen and freedom that can can be real in your life. Today, my, my big question for you is, do you, do you feel like you're doing everything right, yet your clothes are tighter and the scale is going higher? Are you really struggling with feeling as though your calories are in check and you're doing your workouts on point, but yet you see the scale going up. Things just aren't going in the direction you want to see them. Well, in today's episode, I want to share with you a few tips uh, on what really could be happening with four different steps and hopefully figure out why it is that the scale is going up and why your clothes are fitting tighter. So stick in with me and let's dive in. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast, She Breaks Free. I'm Tara Josie, a wife, mom, fitness professional, and recovered obsessor of diet and exercise. If you're ready to finally break free from what you're supposed to do and find out what's best for you, gain solutions on a diet that works for your body and learn fitness strategies to change your health, this podcast was made for you. As always, you can find out more or connect with me in our Facebook group, She Breaks Free. Okay, it's time to put your big girl pants on, lay that cookie down. Let's get into today's show. I can certainly attest to the fact that I felt like lots of times in this journey, I was doing everything correctly. I was exercising what seemed to be basically seven days a week. It felt like sometimes, you know, I was exercising so much. I was trying to to really keep my calories on point, trying to eat as healthy as I could and restricting the certain things that I wanted to restrict yet there was either no movement or things felt tighter and I felt like I was actually gaining weight versus losing the weight that I thought I should be losing. And little did I know that what I was doing to myself was actually creating such a stress point for my body and really not allowing my body ample rest. And in turn, the, the stress that my body was going under I had high levels of cortisol and I really wasn't getting that proper rest that I needed because of how much I was exercising. So my body was really trying to, to manage that stress and it was doing so in a way that it was holding on to weight or gaining weight. And I really thought that this eat less, exercise more strategy was really the ticket. And this is really pushed out on so many levels all these different diets that are out there that we, that we just as consumers just constantly are jumping from one to the next because they promise to help us lose the weight. And really it, it basically is the restriction of calories. And some of that is in addition to your exercise and there might be some initial weight loss, but all that's going to come back and then more if it's not done the correct way. And it took me so long to figure this out. And as I've gotten into my 40s, realizing that what I was doing to my body was not benefiting my, my body. I was not working towards my goals. I was really fighting against my goals in my nutrition and my eating. I want to share with you four steps today to really see if any of these things are playing a part in your, your struggle. Uh, if it's something that maybe you on the exercise side of things or on the nutrition side of things, 
what might be something that you can identify that you can relate to and say, wait, I should probably do a check on this. So let's start with the first step. If you're doing everything right, you wouldn't be gaining weight. So you've got to evaluate. And so anytime that happens, you, you feel like you're doing everything right, but yet you're not seeing the results that you want. There's something wrong, you know, and sometimes you have to seek a professional. Sometimes you have to reach out to a trainer. Sometimes you have to reach out to a doctor. You know, it's, it's not, it might be just more than what you're thinking as, as was in my case. Um, I was able to, to seek out a mentor and was really able to learn the, how to fuel and, and how to do that properly. So the first step I want to share with you is first of all, are you eating enough calories? When we are, you know, we've got a schedule of exercise that is at least five days a week, maybe six. And even if it's three days a week, like what are you fueling your body with? Are you going the 1200 calorie route when your body should really be consuming 2000 calories? And, you know, there's this misconception that I've got to maintain this low calorie. Well, your, your body begins to go into kind of starvation mode. And when we are depriving our bodies of the calories we need, our body's metabolism will start slowing down. It's called metabolic compensation. And our bodies will slow down enough that we won't, we will stop being efficient at burning calories because our body thinks it's, it's starving itself. And so it's going to do everything it can to hold on to the calories that we give it. And sometimes in turn, you might see that, that weight gain. So check yourself. Are you eating enough calories for the activity to support the activity level that you have? Under eating can do the exact opposite, Right. It conserves, the metabolism is going to conserve because it's being stressed. You're stressing it out by not feeding your body enough. Super important. If you need to do a quick kind of check, you can you can log your, your food on, on MyFitnessPal or log your food and, and track your macros just for a very short period of time, just kind of see where you're at and really do an evaluation of what that looks like to get a real good picture of where you're at with your calories. Secondly, under under this first step are um, really to evaluate the food they're eating. Is it sufficient protein? Is it enough protein? Is it um, too too many carbs? Is it not enough carbs? Is it too much fat? Is it not enough fat? You've got to be able to do the work, and this is where this is where it takes us instead of somebody just handing us a diet to follow. Right? This is where the responsibility falls on us. We have so much more riding on this when we do the work ourselves we figure things out for ourselves we are more invested and these things will last long term because of our investment instead of just somebody handing us a, a nutrition plan to follow and so really being diligent of figuring out what it is that you, your body needs and how that works and it's again just practicing just trying new things figuring out how you are fueled the best. And, um, it really does take time for that. The second step is, are you exercising too much? And this for me was, was key. I was someone who was training for triathlons pretty regularly. The season of triathlons typically is from May until August. Um, but throughout the year I would, I would still train, like I would do half marathons in between, even sometimes I was signing up for a half Ironman into November. So basically from May until November, you know, it's, it's heavy on the, the endurance activities, right? Swim, bike, run. That was really 
two, two disciplines a day, sometimes, you know, an hour and a half to two hours of workout every day and really not fueling my body like I needed to. But that over-exercise, what it did was I know that I was overstressing my body. I did not have enough rest in terms of easy days. I would push myself, uh, high intensity workouts and not have valuable rest days in there to allow myself the downtime that I needed. Um, you know, lots of, lots of triathletes out there that, that train and know how to train and stay healthy and are fueled correctly. But I, I just had it messed up because in the back of my mind, I always wanted to lose a few pounds. And so that, that was an ulterior motive on my part. And so there was always this constant idea of trying to figure out, you know, just eating just enough and still trying to lose weight, even while I try to train. So if you can, if you can see in that analogy, like I had too many goals there, I had, I, they were all over the place, right? I was trying to lose weight, but yet I was trying to train for races. Like there's, there's no, that those two things don't mesh together. And I think for you, if that's part of your routine and you, you love exercise and it's part of every day, you got to figure out what it is that you're making a priority. Strength training should be a priority. Strength training, weight training, lifting heavy weights, Doing the doing that, uh, I mean, four to five days a week is great. It does not put the stress on the body like steady state cardio. So if you're somebody who's doing long bouts of moderate intensity cardio, you're doing a 40 minute spin class, you know, four days a week, you're stressing your body. You know, you don't need to do all that. You're, you're better off strength training because you're building that muscle that's going to in turn boost that metabolism, make it work while you're even at rest, the more lean muscle you have, the more efficient your body becomes. Cardio does not do that for you. Yes, it's beneficial to your heart, but you can still get that from a weight training workout. Walking is really crucial. This helps de-stress, also just helps keep that movement throughout your week. So instead of replacing three of those bouts of steady, maybe replacing all four of those bouts of steady state cardio, with one set with, with sessions of walking instead, um, is going to, first of all, it's going to help your body kind of reset and, and de-stress those levels of the hormones won't be so out of whack. You'll have the ability to de-stress a little bit with that. If you are going to want to do high intensity, one to two sessions a week max, um, is really all you need to achieve the results that you want to achieve. You can definitely achieve, the weight loss and uh, with the diet and this type of activity with strength training and just a couple hit sessions. The third step, if the first two steps are on point, you got your nutrition dialed in, your exercising is moderate and you have that under control and it's not over the top. Are you sleeping well? Do you sleep seven to nine hours a night? If you're not sleeping well, this can be a game changer. If you're averaging five to six hours a week, your body isn't getting what it needs. Commit to just taking one week and say, I'm going to commit to get into bed and try to get into bed earlier, not later. Get into bed like at 10 o'clock instead of 11 o'clock, still waking up at the same time. Don't try to 
don't try to get your extra sleep on the on the back end on the on the next morning try to get your the majority of your sleep on the nighttime side so going to bed at nine o'clock nine thirty whatever it looks like if you're getting up at the same time every morning and see what difference that makes in how you're feeling try to do it for four or five days four or five nights in a row if you can even three nights in a row and see what happens and see how you're feeling but your cortisol levels they they are maxed out when our bodies are stressed and we don't have sleep and then what happens is when we don't have adequate sleep then everything else just goes downhill you know being tired we we're more stressed during the day we we tend to have more cravings when we're tired and so maybe you're you're slipping these things in and in throughout your day that you really don't really not hungry for, but yet your body's craving it because your your lack of sleep. So really thinking about that uninterrupted, if if possible, obviously, you know I get up twice a night to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, so that's not that's not uh, that ideal. But you know, trying to minimize how much you're drinking prior to bed, I, I often remind myself how much I I should probably not drink water close to bedtime. A, a cool dark room is is really ideal. If you're waking up hot, especially if you're getting later in years, uh, premenopausal or menopausal, you know, I mean starting to sweat in the middle of the night, not a, not a good thing. So the, the cooler and the darker that the room is, the better off you're going to sleep. And really allowing yourself those seven to nine hours really allows your body that chance for your cortisol to reset. It allows the body to restore and really do what it needs to do so that you are ready and prepared for the next day. So again, if, if, if one and two are on point, nutrition exercise are dialed in, check your sleep patterns, check your sleep habits, and really see if you can make some adjustments there. The last one is stress management. How do you, how do you manage your stress? Rate your stress on a scale of one to 10. See if you're higher than a five. If you're higher than a five, you've got to be putting some things in place that will help offset that stress. First thing is walking, get outside, take a 10 minute walk. Even during the day, if you're working and you you just finished a high stress meeting or, you know, you've just gotten off a series of, of calls that, that are been, you know, back to back to back, go outside, take some fresh air, you know, do what you can to break up those moments of just the pressure and the constant just churning of the mind, right? Um, restructure your day if you need to. Um, maybe you're somebody that enjoys a bath. I mean, for, for moms out there, Chances are very few and far between. Do you have enough time for a bath? I enjoy a hot shower at the end of the night. Just it relaxes me. It helps me sleep good. So I'll take a hot shower at night. And um, I mean, sometimes I'm taking two showers a day, which I don't really mind to do because it does help me. It, it relaxes me and helps me get into a, a place where I can sleep really well. Get off your device. I mean, if you haven't already heard this before you know, scrolling through right as you, whether you're laying in bed, scrolling through or right before you get into bed, your mind doesn't have a chance to just slow down. So you're better off picking up a hardback book or, or, a, or a, a book, a copy of a book that you can read versus something digital. So that, that light in your eyes, um, and, and the reading can, can calm you down, but not if it's on a digital device that, that really just can amplify you not getting to sleep as quickly as you, as you might need to spend time in prayer. Right. And, and if you are somebody that connects with God in nature, 
This is huge with for stress levels, just being able to be outside in nature and just coming before God with your struggles, your stresses, your your praises, everything that's going on in your day, just being able to pour that out, getting your heart out to God is is one way that I love to de-stress. It, it is very restorative and I love to do it in nature just because you're hearing the birds singing and the blue skies or whatever time of the day you're out there. It doesn't matter. Just being in nature uh, sometimes can really connect us to God. So um, that might be something that you want to add. Eliminate the things that you are not called to do. So for those of us who, who say yes to everything, there are certain things that God has called us to do, and there's definitely things that we put on our plate because we think we have to, or we have a hard time saying no to other people. And this can cause a whole lot of stress, can cause a whole lot of anxiety. And you have to create those boundaries for yourself. And until you're able to do that, there'll be this constant stress of, golly, why did I just sign up for one more thing? I shouldn't do that. You know, is this is this something really I should do? So if you are being faced with those things and, and what's coming onto your plate, you know, a quick prayer, just an evaluation. God, is this really something I need to be doing right now? Please show me what I need to do. And if you still are uncertain and you don't feel peace about it, then, then don't do it. Don't agree to it. It's pretty simple. Um, I think deep down in our hearts, we know the things that we should be doing. The other things sometimes we fall into because we haven't yet set, set those boundaries for ourselves. So I encourage you to really evaluate what that stress level looks like and begin to put things in place that protect you in those areas that need protection and um, routines and habits that can really help you restructure your day to create those spaces that you can um, relieve some stress. If all of these are on point and you still feel like you are in a place of gaining weight, you feel like, like things are just, I feel sick, I feel bloated, I just don't fit in my clothes right, you know, maybe you need to reach out to your doctor and really do an evaluation of your hormones, you know, a functional medicine doctor that can really check all your hormone levels to see where you're at. You know, as, as females, it is a real struggle, especially as you age to really figure out this, this hormone thing. And especially if, if, you know, things are kind of out of whack, you know, being able to, to seek some professional help on guidance on what we need to do. And if you, you know, there's alternative ways to, to treat, to treat the hormones. And, and there's also the, the conventional ways. So whichever way you lean, I would just seek out a trusted um, professional that can help guide you in what that looks like. So they can do a full panel and check everything that's necessary and really help guide you. If everything, every step here, all four steps are on point. That was, are you eating enough calories? Are you working out too much or not enough of the right type? If the first two steps are on point, are you sleeping well? And the last one is that stress management. I encourage you to, to, to try to implement um, some of this in your own life and would love to connect with you um, if you've got questions and if you just need some guidance. Would love to reach out uh, via email if you want to send me your email or send me an email at Tara, T-A-R-A-J at dietditching.com. Or you can always jump into our Facebook group, She Breaks Free, and introduce yourself there and um, ask any questions that might help guide you in a path that's going to lead you to where you need to go and, and ultimately to that path of freedom. 
I'll be praying for you as we journey forward here in this in this time and this space and, and where each of us are. And um, I just pray that you were encouraged today by this and God bless. Have a great day. If you have been blessed today, you can thank me big by heading over to Apple Podcast and leave me a written review of the show. I would be so grateful. Secondly, if you want to connect with me and others who are like-minded, go to Facebook and join She Breaks Free group. It's a private group where you can feel safe and always share your heart. I will be there to answer questions, provide tips, and help you in your journey to freedom. Here's to you breaking free. God bless.